Yes, because I think anything new, anything that calls a greater potential for us to be and to exist in, anything that allows us an opportunity to really believe in ourselves, I think is an opportunity to really dare greatly. Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. In this episode of the Light Path Podcast, I am going to talk you through one of my absolute most favorite grounding, reassuring, and reliable quotes I go to, especially when things are at their most uncertain and when the noise of the outside world is really weighing on me and affecting me in ways that I really don't feel are nourishing and supportive. So hopefully by talking this through, it serves to remind you of your own innate personal power and that you are capable of far more than you will ever truly realize. Hello and welcome back to this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I'm so excited to check in with you today because I am feeling so inspired to talk you through one of my all-time favorite quotes and hence concepts, especially as we globally are navigating so much new. We're going through that portal of the whole new beginning where we're really now expanding into and learning to deal with the energy and the frequency of this new age in Aquarius where things are so much lighter and brighter and more expansive but really that is providing us an opportunity or a portal to step into doing things so much differently and so much more effectively than we have in the past and if you're listening to this then you are definitely one of those people you are one of the beautiful change makers and expanders that this earth so desperately needs to bring in a new way of looking at things, a new perspective, a new vibration, a new light. You don't have to be sitting behind a podcast microphone like I am right now or working in some type of boho healing modality to express that because we need people to express this potential and this light and the new ways in absolutely every aspect of our society. So, but doing that is difficult. It's really difficult. It's really hard to be a change maker. And especially right now, I'm feeling it really intensely and definitely hearing it from clients and, you know, just friends and family, the people that I'm speaking to of how much scaremongering there is going on in the world. And now, look, I'm not trying to deny anybody's reality of any type of financial or situational hardships that people are going through right now. But honestly, I'm not a big watcher of the media, if I'm really honest. I think it's a lot of scaremongering, a lot of fear-based, kind of dramatized storytelling in terms of the news. I'm not 
divorced from reality or I it's not as if I don't want to know what's going on in the world but you know I, I it'd be great to be able to find a way to digest news in in a way that wasn't fear-based and was potential-based and expansion-based and all I'm hearing right now whenever I happen to stumble across news or people are talking about it is this cost of living and interest rates and how hard it is and recessions and it's just so negative and you know, what's interesting is that I obviously, you know, those of you that follow me along my journey and know, you know, kind of where I'm at and what I'm doing, I uh, essentially, I guess, am an entrepreneur. Like I'm not really protected in my work by any type of structure and definitely very uh, susceptible to these winds of change and, and the fear and then the behavior that people adopt because they are in this sphere or subscribing to this sphere. And, and in, in those times, it's really difficult to stay true to your course and your path because, you know, you, you want to keep yourself safe and secure for sure, but you also really believe in what you're doing and how you're pushing forward. And, you know, that's my situation with business, but it can be the same situation, let's just say in relationships or starting something new or making a massive big change in your life. And I think what I've been thinking about a lot lately is how, the outside noise right now collectively is really loud and I think it's really loud energetically speaking because we all know we're on the premises of change that the way in which we do things the structures which have held us for so long and beautifully in a lot of ways maybe quite ugly in others but a lot of the ways in which we've been held are going to start to shift and change hopefully for the better but that change is as we know the only inevitable and as things start to shift and change of course that breeds a lot of uncertainty within us individually and I think what we're seeing is a lot of uncertainty and fear collectively because we don't necessarily know what structures we're moving into uh, because maybe they haven't been created yet or maybe we're not familiar with them yet and we definitely don't have the tried true tested if a structure is new so we have to go in with faith or hope or um, whatever it is that we need to traverse the new so personally and collectively I think that we're all in this flux of fear but what I find really interesting and I was listening to an entrepreneur expert speaking the other day and he said I can't remember who it was I wish I could uh, quote him but he said you know a recession technically not that we're in Australia in a recession at the time of me recording this but he says typically a recession is a great time to go into business for yourself and now I'm not a, a, some type of business expert or al- analysis at all um, but you know I think that anytime you go into a business for yourself or you start something new for yourself. So that could be you're going into business for yourself or you're continuing in your business, even when times are a little tough. Um, You're making the decision to completely move towns or cities or onto the other side of the globe. You're making a career transition. You're transitioning out of a marriage maybe. You're deciding to end something or you're deciding to start something. All of these moments require deep courage. And I think that when collectively and individually we're in times of uncertainty, people pull back from courage. And I think essentially what this business expert was saying in the context of starting a business, 
that when you are able to show courage in the face of fear, I believe that you are always going to be rewarded. You might be rewarded with lessons. You might be rewarded with um, actual rewards, like it might go really, really well, Um, or the unexpected surprises that always come with when we follow our true inner guidance, our true compass of that intuition aligned with our authenticity, married to our desires and our values. And it always takes me back to two things, which are one in the same. And that is Theodore Roosevelt's quote, all about being in the arena, and Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, which I think is hugely based upon or inspired by Theodore Roosevelt's quote. And, you know, if you're not a subscriber to the Light Path Collective, every month we, I put together and I send out a newsletter And in that newsletter that you receive on the first of the month is always a book recommendation. I always recommend a book to help you, inspire you, something that I have either read or am intending on reading that month alongside you. And it's because I'm talking about this now that I have recommended Daring Greatly by Brene Brown as the book for this month. It's a book I read quite some time ago, but it is absolutely one of those books that I I know I will always come back to because I think if you want to live a life that is authentic to the person that you are and the person that you involve into at every different day and stage, then you have to be a person who is comfortable with and who welcomes daring greatly. Because when you do things a little bit differently, maybe from the status quo, maybe from the cultural tone, maybe from expectations, whether they be family or societal, when you do things just that little bit differently because it's in alignment with your authenticity, because you've learned to work with change and you know your values and you are committed to living a values-driven life, then you are going to have to also get really comfortable with daring greatly. And why I bring that up now is because of the collective fear that I don't know might be sprouted by the media it just might be enhanced by the media um, or we're witnessing change on a large scale and we're not really sure how to navigate it whilst staying in authenticity with ourself our values and our desires that we're going to get a lot of feedback we're going to get a lot of feedback from people with the most beautiful and loving of intentions. We're going to get a lot of feedback from people we never asked for it from. We're going to get feedback from friends, from colleagues, sometimes from strangers in the street. Just ask any mother who, you know, has had a baby who walks down the street, people lobbing advice at them, well-meaning and lovingly, which is really beautiful. But it's up to us as individuals to receive it in a way that is graceful and and loving as well, but also doesn't allow it, doesn't allow that feedback 
to knock us off course. So let me dive into Roosevelt's quote because it's in the feedback that I think a lot of us potentially lose our way where we get the doubt creeps in our insecurities are magnified and feel so much more real that we feel so nervous and vulnerable in the decisions that we're making that may go against what the majority or what others that we really hold important to us are thinking and are feeding back to us But that is why that relationship with ourself is such an important one, because we have to be able to discern whose input, whose advice, whose perspective it is important that we take on and whose isn't. And more often than not, I find that the loudest voices come from the people that aren't in the proverbial arena with us. And by that, I mean the people that are watching the decisions that we're making, observing the decisions that we are making and future projecting the fears that they have around the outcome of those decisions for us. And those are the people that are absolutely not in the arena with us. They are not the people that have or ever will make the similar choices, take the risks or dare as greatly as you may be in that moment. And those voices are usually, like I said, the loudest and the fiercest. You know, I love part of my growing up was to be taken to the hill at Leichhardt Oval to watch the Tigers play and uh, I love the atmosphere of a live football match you have people sitting on the hill you know maybe a few cans in really uh, screaming and yelling out at the players or the ref on the field as you know they're playing their sport and you know doing what they're there to do and it always makes me laugh because I think gosh if you could (laughs) if you can do it so well then why aren't you out on the field if you know so much or can see it so clearly then why aren't you refing the game I always kind of think that inside I think it's really really funny uh, to kind of watch it all go on and especially also around the commentary that is given to politicians because everybody has an opinion right and I'm not a political girl at all um, I have to say but there was a time where I was you know relationally closely connected to someone who was in politics he was a politician and um, so obviously politics became very (laughs) a part of part of my central day-to-day life and you know I, I just started to notice more and more because I was just just more naturally aware of it people you know having a lot to say about politicians the decisions they make and the way in which they do their jobs and I'm not saying that people can't or shouldn't have opinions that's fine whatever but I feel like the strongest opinions I used to listen to and hear are people that never would dream to go into that job themselves, that don't put themselves out there to be in those positions of leadership and decision-making, rather just sit in the bleachers, sit on the hill and 
throw out that commentary and sometimes it's professional and some often it's really personal and I just find it really really uh, fascinating to watch that that so many people you know want to express and give their two cents worth on things that they aren't willing to or maybe able to or have a desire to do themselves and I wonder in your life if you can reflect on areas where you hear the feedback of others from people who really have never will never for whatever reason good or bad or choice or not choice walk a mile in your shoes and are those the voices you really should be taking on and listening to so theodore roosevelt said it is not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better than them. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails by daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So as we are listening to the hum, the fear that may be surrounding us at the moment, that we even may be feeling Whose voice really does count for you at this time? And I've thought about this a lot lately. And over the last six months, I've become, I think, very discerning about who I share my plans, my goals, my struggles and my life with because there's not that many people that understand my particular situation like there's not many situations of other particular people that I understand and conversely I've been very aware of myself to try not to jump in and position myself on the sidelines of their life as they're in the arena doing their thing and their life in their way and also letting go of the expectation or the hope that someone will automatically just love and support exactly what I want to do when I want to do it how I want to do it within my life and not needing that necessarily it would be nice to have it of course but not necessarily needing it all the time 
And so as if you're a person that is sitting in some type of fear, if you're a person that is currently wanting maybe to take a leap of faith in yourself by making a change, big or small, it doesn't have to be getting on a plane and moving to the other side of the world. It could literally maybe just be to start something that you're really afraid of failing at, like maybe an exercise program or a new hobby. It could be to change the way in which you're doing a certain part of your life. It could be as simple as maybe seeking healing or therapy for the very first time. It could be those big moments of daring greatly to switch your career, to start a family, to come to the realization that a family is not what you want, to end the relationship, to begin a new one, to buy the house, whatever it is that you're daring greatly for yourself. And there is no comparison between any of those things because I think anything new, anything that calls a greater potential for us to be and to exist in anything that allows us an opportunity to really believe in ourselves, I think is an opportunity to really dare greatly. And as you do that, like I said, it can be very easy to be knocked off course by maybe very well-meaning and loving people that are sitting on the sidelines as you enter into that arena of change in your life. So I want to share with you Brene Brown's take on this from her book, Daring Greatly. If you are not in the arena, getting your ass kicked on occasion, I am not interested in or open to your feedback. There are a million cheap seats in the world today filled with people who will never be brave with their own lives, but will spend every ounce of energy they have hurling advice and judgment at those of us trying to dare greatly. Their only contributions are criticism, cynicism, and fear-mongering. If you are criticized from a place where you're not also putting yourself on the line, I'm not interested in your feedback. Boom. (laughs) I absolutely love that. And I love that because it also, to the point, which is why I love Brene Brown so much. She doesn't beat around the bush. I love that directness. Because it really points out the fact that Not everybody is going to dare greatly in their lives. Not everybody wants to do big things or challenge themselves. Not everybody wants to grow. Not everybody wants to evolve. And I find, to be really honest, the majority of people are happy playing along with status quo and keeping on a path that is very well worn, no matter how dis comforting or uninspiring it may be most people live like that they're not my people (laughs) 
I love the doers. I love the thinkers. I love the risk takers. Oh, put me in a room full of entrepreneurs, full of people that have a passion and make it their purpose. And I could not be happier. And it's really interesting. The more and more I dive into my entrepreneurial journey, the more and more I find naturally I'm just meeting people of a similar elk and how uplifting it is to be around them. And then how deflating it can be when maybe I'm around people who I dearly love, but are not daring greatly in their lives, yet have plenty to say about the way in which I'm daring to be great in mine. Like I said, not a judgment call on them. It just is what it is. But I have become extremely aware and I beg of you to do the same. You're listening to this podcast indicates to me that you are a person that wants to step into an arena of greatness. You're listening to this to expand your awareness, maybe to learn something, maybe to be challenged. Ultimately, to become more because you know that you have so much more within you to explore, to experience and to give. So whilst you are in your arena, I want you to be really, really aware of those voices that are coming from the bleachers, that are coming from the hill, shouting out to you their words of advice, caution, criticism. And I want you to stay focused because they're not the voices that count. The voices that count are the ones that are in there with you. And you know what I usually find? The ones that are in there with you are always going to be the most encouraging, the most down to earth, the most practical and the most uplifting voices you shall hear. I've never heard someone with their own small business tell me, oh, you know, good luck with yours. You know, I'm not really sure how it's going to go. No, I hear them ask, what is your business? What do you do? Wow, that's awesome. How did you grow that? What are you thinking you're doing next? They're inquisitive, they're open-minded and that's how I know that they're in the arena with me. And that's when my ears prick up and I'm ready to listen. Other than that, the opinion doesn't really bother me. You can have it, that's totally fine and I respect your right to have it. But I can tell you now internally, I'm completely dismissing it. And so I kind of want to give you permission to do the same. Whatever your next daring greatly move is, just do it. Start that TikTok, dance in front of the camera. Who cares? Go for it. Be big, take up space, dare greatly. And remember, if someone isn't in the arena with you, then their feedback is just a commentary and obviously a reflection of where they're at in their moment, in their arena in their life you get to decide whose feedback you are interested in just because it's given 100% doesn't mean you have to take any of it on so I salute you those that are in their arena in whatever capacity in whatever form currently and in the future I salute you I encourage you and continue I beg of you to continue to dare greatly because those of us that are doing it must be inspiring others to do the same. The naysayers, 
the fear mongers, the critics and the cynics, they'll always be there. And that's okay. That's just where they're at. We can totally accept that. But you, you go, you be big, you be bold, you be bright, you be great. And I will be cheering you absolutely all along the way. Sending you so much love and light as you walk your path of greatness. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.